Hey, it's Friday, which means it's Final Friday. It's time to publish our weekly episode that talks about all things that happened this week, which I guess it's kind of a tough thing to talk about because it's still Corona. It's still COVID-19 season, I guess. And so when we talk about what happened this week, a lot of what to talk about is really uh, what's the latest in the quarantine world, right? But if you're the first time, if you're listening for the first time to this Friday uh, episode that we've put together, essentially what we've done is I've put together this episode where I basically just talk about really what's top of mind for me, whether it's my life, my business, uh, really what's going on, kind of getting back to the roots of my solo episodes I used to do back in the day. And then also on top of that, uh, just keeping in mind that, you know, this is very much a um, unfiltered, unedited, uh, just really whatever I'm thinking top of mind type of episode. And so really these episodes can be maybe even only a few minutes long. They may be 45 minutes long, but essentially I'm going to get on the microphone every Friday, talk about what's going on in the business world, my world, what have you, hopefully give you a little bit of value in your day. Now, I've been talking with a handful of different business owners over the last week, uh, especially if you haven't joined into the Facebook group. We have a Facebook group called our Growth Group, and it's really it's a place where nothing gets sold to you. It's really a place that you can jump in, dive in, and learn how you can grow your business. Uh, right now, we have uh, a bit over 100 members, I think 110, 120 members, and it spawned really out of these weekly networking groups I put together that were designed just to teach people more about business, more about management, more about strategy. So if you're looking for a place that you can jump in and have those conversations with people, to have those dialogues with people, definitely jump into the Facebook group. You can just search NWA Growth Group, and I'm sure it'll pop up for you. Now, having said that, uh, I got a couple of cool things to report, and I got to tell you, my mentally, I'm I'm totally drained because, uh, well, let me let me back up just a little bit. So we've been doing this baby sleep schedule for the little one for May Lee, and part of this has been having her on like this really tight clock for every every two every three hours feeding her. And it came out of this book called Baby Wise. And basically what it is, is if you are very diligent and routine oriented with your baby, then uh, you your baby's going to sleep through the night. It's going to be really great. And you're not going to be miserable. It's kind of like the premise of it if you have never read it before. And so we kind of read this book and a couple of people had recommended it to us. And we were like, okay, yeah, this sounds pretty good. And it's, first of all, it's a great book. But definitely it is oversimplified in that the book talks about if you just do these things, it's easy, it's great. And I can tell you that definitely week one of uh, having a baby, uh, it definitely has not been easy, great, what have you. All the way up till now, uh, we are in our eighth week, or rather she's eight weeks old, so we're going into our ninth week. It's just, it's, it's infinitely more complicated than I guess any book can make you think it is. And so... You know, one good example is the book talks about how uh, when babies are newborns that they need to sleep a lot. And so as soon as you're done feeding, you burp them and then you put them down and they'll go to sleep. And you're like, wow, this is pretty cool. Like, so actually I'm still going to have a lot of my time because my baby's going to be sleeping a lot. Well, not really, actually. So what happened with us was we would feed the baby, put her down, and then she would cry and she would instantly cry and she would cry a ton. And we thought maybe we're not feeding her enough. Well, then we would feed her for like 45 minutes to an hour 
And it's like, surely she's done eating and we'd put her down. And then after about five minutes, she'd be crying again. And we'd be like, what do we do? Do we just like, let it, let her cry it out? Like what's going on? And after about 10 or 15 minutes, we'd pick her back up and she'd be hungry again. You'd feed her for another like 30, 45 minutes to an hour. And it's like, it's like, what is going on here? And in fact, we had called the hospital. We had talked to a lactation consultant. They're like, yeah, sometimes babies in the evening, they do cluster feeding. And so they're just going to eat. As soon as you finish one feeding, they're going to be ready for the next feeding. And I'm like, man, this, this reality is not the reality that the book told me about. So it's been kind of hectic. It's been kind of crazy, but I will say something really cool is, uh, two nights ago, she had her first night sleeping through the night which we were kind of wondering when it was going to finally happen. So she slept through the night, uh, night before last, I guess it was three nights ago. She slept through the night, two nights ago, she slept through the night again. And then last night she was back with a vengeance. She did not sleep through the night. In fact, she was screaming, I think at two 30, maybe again at three 30, maybe again at four 30. And she like ate every single one of those times. I mean, she was just like, you know, wreaking havoc on us. And I say us, I mean, my wife is the total champion. She's the one who was like up and feeding her and like checking on her and making sure she's okay. And I'm the one just like snoozing and being like, Hey, can you keep that baby down over there? (laughs) Just kidding. But, but kind of also like, Oh my gosh, like this is insane. What is going on with this baby? All that to say, I'm mentally, I'm kind of all over the place right now. So I have a couple of things I want to talk about. I don't know how well I'm going to articulate it, but I do want to talk about a couple of things. Two things that are really top of mind for me. The first one is really in talking with business owners who they love the experience they give their customers, and yet they aren't getting the customers that they feel like they should be getting. They aren't getting the customers that they feel like they deserve. They don't see their revenue moving in the way that they thought it would. And it's kind of like, what is going on here? Why are we not getting the customers that we want? We're giving such a great experience. And part of this comes out of the fact that whenever I finish working with someone, whenever I finish uh, having a contract with someone and and actually not even just when I'm finished working with someone, uh, even when I'm working with someone, especially if it's a long-term client, what'll happen is I will send them a survey and I'll say, Hey, be as honest as possible. I want to know what you think about working together. And I do that. And it's not like a fluffed up, fluffed up survey. It's not like a, um, generic questions. Um, it's, it's, it, I really want to know exactly what they thought about working for me. Cause you know, people also aren't always so comfortable being candid and direct. And so even if you say, Hey, did you like working together? Hey, was this a good experience? You know, there are still people who will say, yes, I loved it, but then they aren't going to work with you again because but they don't want to hurt your feelings. Even, even though it's a business transaction, even though it's not personal, there are just people out there who they, even when you ask them a direct question, they are not going to give you the direct answer. And so for me, the survey is one way that I try to get around that because I want to know exactly what they think about working with me. And, and this is stuff that improves my practice. It makes me a better consultant. It makes me better at what I deliver on, but I have to tell you, it's not always fun. You know, I had a question, uh, I think it was a question I asked a business owner one time on a survey that said something like the results that I've acquired, I being the customer, the results that I've acquired as a result of working with good advice, uh, was what I expected according to what I paid for it. So basically the ROI of what I invested and this person had invested several thousand dollars, what I got out of it was what I 
wanted to get out of it based on us working together. And the person put disagree, which I had asked this person, you know, what do you think about our sessions? How's it going together? And he was like, yeah, it's going great. Well, this person put disagree. And so I'm, I'm a little thrown by this. I'm kind of like, really? Okay. Well, so I reached out to this person and I said, Hey, what's going on with this? And not like out of like a, how dare you? It was like a, Hey, I want to know more. Like what's going on? And he said, well, you know, I just expected us working together to affect revenue a bit quicker. And the interesting thing about this and what I've learned, um, since this, and this was one of my, um, original clients when I started my business, what I've learned since from this is first of all, that I have to be quite abrasive and direct with what it means to work together because what had happened originally with this customer was I'd essentially told them, Hey, there's this element of your sales strategy, your sales pipeline that you really need to develop and work out because you're really not getting the customers that you want to get. And this person pushed back heavily on it and said, I'm not interested in that. I really want to work on this management piece instead. And he was, he was thinking basically long-term building out like this, this, um, he was thinking five years down the road when I hire people, when I hire more people, what's that management structure going to look like? And so he's like, I want us to, to plan that out. And I said, you know, respectfully, that is not relevant for you right now. You know, you have only a small handful of employees. We don't need to worry about when you have five locations, we need to worry about making the one location as profitable as possible. And he said, well, this is what I'm hiring you for. This is what I want. This is what I want to do. And I said, okay, well, if that's what you want, that's what we're going to do. Well, ironically, about three or four months down the road, he's now thinking, man, I really thought it would, we would be making more money together right now. And I'm thinking, well, we would have, if we had spent time devoted to the actual strategy of this location, this business, rather than spending so much time on the future, on future planning, what have you. All this to say, when I got this point of feedback, I basically revamped our work together and said, okay, you know what? We're putting this management piece on the shelf. Uh, I'm going to redirect what we're doing and we're going to get aggressive in talking about the revenue of the business. And so that survey response gave me an insight as to how I was not serving that customer. And it's not that person's fault for thinking, let's not focus on A, but let's instead focus on B. You know, your customers, all they know is what they can, they can feel and touch and what's tangible to them. They don't necessarily are thinking, they're not necessarily thinking about all these other things, which is why it's your job to, with graciousness, to guide them and direct them and inform them so that they can make the best decisions possible. Sometimes that means mean saying no and saying we're not doing it that way or or rather maybe not saying it that way maybe you say you know what here's what it looks like to work with me these are some of the things that we work on and these are some things some of the things we would not work on now you make an informed decision on if you want to work together but getting feedback that is not exemplary you have to keep in mind that getting feedback from your customers it's not to stroke your ego you know, it's not to make you feel good about yourself. It's not to, for you to be able to take that survey and say, wow, look at me. It's so that you can improve and you can develop and you can be better in business. That's why you ask the survey questions. That's why you get feedback. That's why you do all of those things. I think the reason we don't always do that is because we aren't always comfortable with what people think about what we've delivered. I had a person one time who jokingly said, well, we didn't send the, we didn't send, we didn't send the feedback form to that customer because we knew we had done a bad job. 
And it's like, well, that's the person you would have wanted to send it to. But they were like, it would have been awkward to see what they have said. It would have been painful. It would have been hurtful. I don't know how, how comfortable it would have made me in my business. And so therefore we just didn't send it at all. Total miss. You know, you had an opportunity to really figure out, I mean, yes, you knew you missed it, but you had an opportunity to figure out even on a granular level, what you had missed and what had gone wrong. And I ground all of this really in this whole concept of development, of growth, of success. You know, when I have, I mean, it's amazing when I have customers who they rave about working with me. You know, I have a a uh, cork board in my office and I have handwritten notes that are pinned to it. And it's handwritten notes from people who've worked with me and not just worked with me, like as in, in terms of like employees, but clients who've worked with me and people who have written me notes with like some of the most kindest things. People have said, man, I can always, I could always count on you and you and your advice and your wisdom. And this is what you did for our business. And this is how you transform our team. And I mean, even comments that like are, are really, excuse me, heavy comments that I'd be like, I wouldn't share with anyone, but like between me and that person, it's like, wow, I can't believe that us working together made that impact on you. So I have these things that are over here, but I have to also lean into the feedback that, you know, when someone says like working with good advice was uh, amazing, somewhat amazing, good, okay, terrible. When someone says good, or they say even okay, I can't now trash that feedback. My job is to now lean in and figure out, okay, I have to be better. You know, I am 32 years old. I am literally at the start of, uh, I mean, I think of myself at the start of my professional journey. I have a lot to offer. I have a long ways to go with this whole thing, which means I have to be aggressive in developing myself and growing myself and learning really my craft so that I can be a better business person. This comes with time. This comes with effort. This comes with energy. And obviously it's tough to do when you're taking money from people, you know, you want them to get their money's worth and you want them to know that they trusted the right person and that they, they invested in the right person. That's something that I think everyone has to have as one of their deep, uh, deep seated values in their business, but you can't get tired of growing and being, being a learner and someone who wants to move forward in your professional journey. Hey, I hope you enjoyed this episode. That's really what was top of mind for me as I've been wrapping up some contracts and getting some feedback from my clients. Uh, again, check out that Facebook group. And hey, if you've never checked out this podcast before, this is the first time maybe you're jumping into it, I'd ask you to go ahead and subscribe to it. Man, give this episode a five-star review if you definitely enjoyed it, if you've been enjoying the podcast. Uh, and absolutely follow us on LinkedIn. You can check me out, Blake Benz, B-I-N-N-S. I'm pretty active on there. Uh, or rather, I'll get back to being active on there at some point whenever the baby aggro wears off. Hey, I hope you're doing well today. Man, I hope you had an awesome week. Have a blessed weekend, and I will catch you later. See ya.